Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. It's 3.08. Do you know where your host is? Yes, remember those? Anyway, I am Jim Palmer. Welcome to another great episode of Dream Business Radio. I am your host, Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, and I'm also the creator of No Hassle Newsletters, the terrific done-for-you newsletter marketing program used by over 1,200 small business owners in nine different countries. If it seems like I'm slightly discombobulated, well, more than usual than what you're used to, two minutes to go live and my computer's like going to do a restart. I'm trying to hit the button to say, no, do it later. And it it restarted. And you know how that churns and churns, but that's where we are. But you know what? The show must go on. Anyway, this I was starting to think Felicity, I was starting to think this isn't supposed to happen because we were like the mm-hmm. day we were going to go live a month ago. You, you've got you got ill. And I'm like, your team's mm-hmm. like, hey, she's in the hospital. Yeah. So anyway, what whatever what they don't know is that uh, we don't give up. So anyway, yeah. folks, I'm going to jump right into it. I'm going to um, dispense with my usual stuff and introduce Felicity because I'm really excited. I met I met you probably about two months ago. You were um, recommended to my show and um I'm just fascinated with what you're doing. So let me give you a proper introduction and we'll jump right in. Felicity Nicole is the owner of the She Is You brand, a community for midlife women seeking support on their healing journey. She's co-author of Powerhouse Women from Survivor to Thriver and her newest memoir, Pieces of Me, has achieved international bestseller status across 10 categories in the USA, UK, and Australia, which is amazing. Felicity is a domestic violence childhood trauma survivor. As a life coach, she advocates that you can overcome pain and turn it into your power or your gift. In her downtime, she loves being with her family and dogs and gardening and playing the cello. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Escaping into nature is also very therapeutic. And um, I'm just honored to have you on the program. It's quite a life you have. How are you doing? It's fun. Thank you. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to share it. I just submitted my (laughs) second or third book yesterday. I wrote another one. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I, wow. I did. Yeah. So I will officially have two books published within one year. I know, oh my gosh. I know. And the magazine is it literally the She Is You brand went print publication. It was picked up for that. It is today's modern woman's midlife magazine where we talk real topics and things like that. It is literally going through the printer as I speak. So there's mm. lots of exciting things happening. I would say so. You know, it's one thing to write a book, and I have some experience there, but putting together a magazine, I mean, that's all on you. I'm sure you're the publisher, you're the final editor, even though there's people that do that. It's got your name on it, right? That's a huge undertaking. It was fun. Um, I A great team of women and um, Scott, who kind of landed this in my lap, which is one of my son's baseball dad friends. And 
you know, he's got his own magazine and I kind of sent him this little digital Adobe thing I created. And I said, Hey, I sent this out to my email people and to see if they'd be interested in a magazine. Cause I've always wanted to do this. And I actually heard back and they're like, yes, yes, yes. And so Scott came back to me like three or four weeks later and we were at a college prospects baseball thing, like three day event. And he's like, you know what? You're not only going to go digital, but you're going to go print. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the tools to do that. And I was like, okay, God, it's happening now. Yeah. You've had, you've had, I hope we can um, get all this out in our half hour. You've had so much, I mean, everything in your life has kind of brought you to this point. It seems like, um, so did you always know that you were meant to be an entrepreneur and a life coach or did, what was that turn? And if not, what was that, what was the impetus for that? No, I, I didn't. I had no clue what I wanted to be. I always knew I was a healer. Um, it, but for me, it was when I stepped into that healer part of myself, when I started to learn about Reiki and get attuned to Reiki, like which would be a level one class back in like 2012. That's when I knew, okay, this is me. I'm called to it. And I just wrapped up my second, I guess, degree of shamanism too. So add that to the, the mm. list of my healing. Yeah. So I feel more like a mentor and a healer, to be honest with you, because my coaching is so not the way it should be. It's just very different. I use so many different modalities with it. But I, this is just the path that just that God put me on. It's interesting. You know, the word coach means different things to different people. I've helped a lot of people start and grow coaching business, but they sometimes recoil from the word coach. And sometimes for good reason, like whatever space they're in, coach is not. So mentor they use or, you know, consultant or whatever. So coach isn't always the word, but um, it's kind of in in what you and I do, it's kind of the 10,000 foot view. Mm -hmm. Um, I also know as a marketer for many years, the importance of niching down, uh, Felicity. So I was curious about your inspiration and strategy for how you're now serving your audience, which as described in your bio is kind of mid is midlife women seeking transformation and healing. Was that mostly because of what you went through or did you see the greatest need there? So it's mostly because of what I went through when I did my own journey and midlife women typically we awaken around 40 to 41 mm -hmm. and we realize like, whoa, what happened? Like what happened to our childhood? Not saying everything is bad, not saying that everybody was traumatized, but we typically women who have been through something will have awakened in their forties. So that's where the midlife kind of comes into. So that's where I want to really hone in. And on top of that, I didn't have a community to turn to when I went through my healing journey. I used, you know, YouTube and then, you know, therapists and shamans and all these other modalities of healing. So that niche is really, you know, 45 to 60, 60, I think it's 45 to 65 is what I'm using. And yeah, mm. great feedback. At 40 to 41, I mean, I mean, dep depending when you start, I mean, some people, some women, I guess, are, are almost done, you know, with the child years, right? So maybe that's like... Um, I, I just use the term 2.0. So Stephanie 2.0 or, you know, Felicity 2.0. And some people wait till later. Is is that one of the big turning points, do you think, when, you know, empty nesterhood or is there other things? You know, as, empty nesterhood, huge, yes. Because now it's like they're facing, who am I? Mm. I've been raising a family all my life and they're gone. What's my purpose, right? Or 
like, I don't even know my husband anymore because they've spent so many years raising, especially nowadays, the lifestyle that we lead Yeah, with all this travel, this and travel that and multiple kids functions. And yes, nobody's connected. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I'm like, so it's so dysfunctional. I don't understand how travel sports became the way it did because it's really broken apart the family unit. <laughs> but there's so many, so many reasons why behind the whole. Yeah. yeah. We had a, um, a three-year-old and a six-year-old boy, two boys, and then we had twin girls. So it's like for the first three years of the girl's life, it seems Stephanie and I like almost never spoke or didn't sleep or <laughs> like, cause the girls wouldn't be on the same schedule, the twins. And then it seemed like the teenage years, it's like, by the time everything calms down, everybody goes to bed. Of course, you know, the older ones are staying up. Like we're just dog tired. We plop into bed. Right. Yeah. So there is no couple time in that time space also. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I am in that teenage age. Now my son is 15 mm -hmm. and he's highly independent. And so I feel like, God's given me that grace where I have that opportunity now to reconnect with my husband and we're mm -hmm. actually like relearning like how to love one another again and what intimacy means. Cause it doesn't have to mean, you know, the physical part of about it, but just, you know, let's just spend time together. So we're learning board games and things like that and just the quality time. So I'll take it. Yeah. Well, Stephanie and I locked ourselves on a small boat. Well, not even that small for five years. So we were we were connected pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No kids allowed, right? Yeah. Um, so you're the creator and owner of the She Is You brand. I love branding. I love helping my clients with brands. So it's a very cool name. What is what does She Is You? What does that mean? I love it. Oh to my you, God. it's beautiful. When I think of she is you it's because all women are interconnected we are all interconnected and at the core we all share the same similar we're womanhood mm -hmm. birth and babies birth and projects we're just so interconnected thousands of years ago i mean there were tribes of us that were sacred and we, I mean, if you go back in the biblical years, I mean, women were considered so important and so divine. When I think of she is you, it's just like a mirror. I'm you, you're me. And at the heart center of it all, we're all connected. And I think it's just so beautiful. And it gives us, it gives the idea of a very safe, sacred space. And that's what I like about that. So um, I imagine you probably have social media communities. Do you run like a, a group program? So how do, how do you bring women together other than just like through the brand and, and marketing space? Yes, that's a great question. So, um, well, TikTok is like one of my favorites. Oh, so, really? Okay. Yeah, but I, we do. We have a community. We call it the Sisterhood. And right now I'm in the final stage with the USPTO of um, – owning the rights to midlife warrior mm -hmm. and um we connect once a month we do you know group chats we will do group coaching we you know anybody has a problem um i always say this is a safe space the of like-minded women we embrace one another's adversities and it's interesting to see the dynamic because 
what's what's fascinating to me is I happen to live in a very affluent community. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yet I do a lot of volunteering at divorce and homeless safe shelters in the city. So at the core, I'm in an affluent community with women like this. And then when I go into the city, I'm with, I'm with women who are in homeless shelters with kids trying to start right. off again. But Jim, their problems are the same. It's dressed up differently. And different magnitude, right? Yeah. I mean, but they yeah. are the same. Yeah. Um, I, I really look at, um, you know, we had a conversation when we first met and um, we look at the kind of the, the charity that we connect with and support. It's like, that's what grounds, that's what keeps us grounded, right? I, I call it the, um, uh, you know, it's when you get a different perspective on something, um, you know, go serve. If you're really stuck on yourself, go serve somebody, man. You're going to, yes. you're going to realize your problems are nothing. <laughs> and um, yeah, I used to, I used to, um, one Saturday a month, I belonged to this group. We'd go rehab homes for low-income people. And this was in my my building days, like, you know, 07, 08, 09. I'm like, I got so much to do. I still have a lawn to cut. I still have this. In, but I'm going to go away for a whole Saturday. And coming home, I used to tell people in my old car at the time, I'd be like floating home like, I, I have it so good. <laughs> you know, and it's it's a hashtag perspective, I used to say. I so. I, you you have a great um, your website she is you mag right she is you mag.com yeah. um one of the blog posts i, I like to go there for inspiration yeah. for interviews one of the blog posts is how to achieve how to achieve how to achieve true emotional freedom it's what do you mean by true emotional freedom oh gosh i love it um it's detachment so when we can work through the levels that we go to for to connect to our higher purpose which is but we ultimately can step into our power as a man, as a woman. Um, when we can love somebody from a detached perspective, that's true emotional freedom. And what that means is I'll give you an example. Okay. Um, uh, oh, I'm trying to get, give a good example here. So let's just say uh, my husband likes to operate in a system that's very ego based, very, um, uh, self-centered, very, uh, what do you want? Pedigreed. Okay. Okay. Does he uh, like appreciation? Does he, he want to be like, feel appreciated? Validated. He does? It, validated. Yes, okay. Valid. So validated this and that, um, where they're going to all function in the system like that, that would trigger me because I, I can see through it. It's just, I don't care what pedigree you are. I don't care who you are, what you do. I don't care how much money you have. I'm interested in the character and the integrity of the person. Mm -hmm. But when you go from this, from a detached point of view, you aren't triggered anymore. You're not angry anymore. You just kind of hold space for that person to coexist with you. That makes any sense. Yes. So, well, does that mean um, you become more accepting of who he is, or yeah. not change yeah. not change who he is? That is yeah, who he I, is, right? Yeah, you can't change him. Right. Um, you just accept, and as he would for me, accept you know the good and the bad and the ugly, and you throw grace in the middle of that. Yeah, my parents have been married like seventy one years, I think. So, so blessed to have them in our lives. But they, when they moved into the um, 
facility they live now. Not facility, but you know, one of those homes in Florida. Yes, yes. And um, somebody just asked someone on their first night, he goes, hey, they brought a microphone over and said, How, you've been married 71 years. What's your secret? My dad goes, it's it's two imperfect people who refuse to give up on each other. I don't know if he wrote that, but I was like, that's very profound. I completely, yes, yes. God, that's a, that's beautiful because yeah. that's like so biblical, beautiful. Yes. Um, so tell me about your, your international multiple bestseller book, Pieces of Me. And it's a memoir, as I said. Why did you write a memoir? You, you look like you should put that off for about 20 years or so. I, um, I am 47 in May, and I feel like I was face on the pavement for 40-some years. So... I, as you know, I grew up a childhood trauma. I witnessed my father attempt to kill my mother at the age of 10. Okay. I grew up in a, yeah, I grew up in a highly dysfunctional family where we were just emotionally unavailable. We had, had to learn to um, raise ourselves and, you know, unhealthy coping skills. And when I, which then kind of groomed me into my first marriage, which was a highly abusive alcoholic marriage where there was financial abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse. So I, by the grace of God, mustered up the courage with my seven-year-old son and just left with a couple bucks to my name and promised mm. God that I would be here where I'm at today. I knew that I had a story. I could feel it. I knew he would put me on, he put me on this path for a specific reason to help teach others down the road, which is today that regardless of what you've been through, regardless of the challenges, the obstacles, you can overcome it. You can step into your power. You can become the person that you're meant to be. I read on, um, in, on Amazon, checking out your book, and I honestly don't remember, uh, Felicity, if it was a review or a description, but it said you debunk the myth that there's a point of no return. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and is that because? probably because of a lot of what you went through. Clearly there's no, you might've thought, but here I am back. So is that what led to that belief or? Oh yeah. I, I have to see that uh, review myself. I, I didn't know that was there. Um, I to be honest with you. Yes. It felt like the Greek mythology uh, story of Sisyphus, just pushing that rock and just going nowhere, going nowhere, going nowhere. Um, or the book of Eli, just with a light in a tunnel, just going in all blind faith, all blind faith. Um, there were a couple of times where my son and I were almost homeless. That's why I, I devote time to these women because I get it. But he's made me unstoppable by this point. And I give all the grace. It talks so much about it. Everything I give to my creator, my God, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for him. Mm. Um, I think I saw the title of ch or the uh, chapter two was titled, I love Lucy is to blame. <laughs> That's the other thing I do, by the way, to, when I do interviews, I go to people's blogs and I go to, the, if they write books, I want to see how they titled their, their chapters. Cause it's, it's usually like, into, it tells you a little bit about it, but I couldn't figure that one out. Oh my God, this is a riot. So Kevin, I love my family. They, they crack me up. So my grandmother war bride. Okay. Came over on the queen Mary, this and that. My mom was 16. She was going to be an attorney very smart, very brilliant, uh, very rebellious though. Okay. She met my Hispanic father and before she knew it, she was pregnant. 
And my grandmother blames. I love Lucy. Oh, now I get yes. it. Yes. Okay. I'm like, Nan, are you kidding me? Well, you know, she wasn't watching. I'm like, oh, geez. Geez. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's where the connection comes into. Oh, that's hysterical. You know, yeah. grand, I, I have the sense that grandparents can say anything. They have no filter. I used to believe when I was a kid and my grandfather was probably in his 60s, he would say things that I think are horrific today. I say, it must be when you're a grandfather. Well, now I'm a grandfather in my 60s. And, you know, I don't know if my grandkids think that or not. I try and have a filter, but uh, it's interesting that, that, um, Wow, what what an observation! You know what I mean? I didn't even see that coming. That's that's interesting. Yeah. It is. It's fun, and I agree with uh, the filter. Yeah. So, um, you, I read on your uh, on your website that you help your clients rediscover who they are in all facets of life. So, is it a? Do you have like a? I'm just saying this, you know, silly, but a 12 step program, or do you have a program that people kind of generally go through? Do they go through at different, different things at different stages or what's that look like? Yeah. So there's a little bit of, so there is structure. Um, It's all based on where they're at in life. So if we take the six figure woman that I work with, okay, that's uh, typically either an attorney or a financial advisor, um, CFO, I've got one um, married kids, they're just feeling exhausted and a little unbalanced. So I will do a little healing work on them and we'll tap into what areas of life can you focus more of your attention on to make you feel more fulfilled and what areas of your life could you seek more help in and how do you do that? So Mm -hmm. is it hiring more hands-on help? You know, it's almost like, like I, I will filter out jobs, like go to the dry cleaner, go to the bank, go to, you know, things like that. Like Mm -hmm. my time is much more important though. When it comes to the women that I mentor that want that deep transformation, we dig in deep. We look at every aspect of their life because this is, this is important because they're rebuilding their life. I want to know what their financial situation is. I, we start with the end in mind and we work completely backwards. So where do you want to go? I want to be this. Then we work backwards to the point to where they're going to make sacrifices. And my one client is currently at the age of 48, living with her parents, renting out her home. So she's earning money to pay off her student loan debt. Oh, wow. Yes, because it just made sense. Yes. Mm. Those are the sacrifices. So we, we just examine every, every area. And before we make those decisions, I have her, I had her talk to a bankruptcy attorney, a real estate agent, a financial advisor. I wanted to have every corner evaluated by a professional before we made this decision. And you brought all those tools for your client. Yeah. I oh, did wow. the, yeah, yeah. It's well, it's important. It's her life. She's got a child. I I don't want my hands involved in in something that's gonna fall. So I want to make sure that we make really logical and sensible decisions, especially when you're rebuilding your life. Yeah. Um got about five minutes left. I want to ask you about um when you, so when you're working in what I call 2.0, but you know, kind of the, the new midlife community, as you describe it, Felicity. Um how much does um, self, low self-esteem or imposter syndrome, to me, I, I see it so much. And I'm just wondering if that's part of the work you do as well. 
Yeah, I see. I see a lot of low self esteem um, as on the business side. I do. Well, I do see imposter syndrome with people, mm -hmm. and you know, just fake it till you make it. I. It's all growth, right? And growth is challenging and scary. Um, for the midlife women, though, it's typically low self worth. We usually put ourselves at the bottom of the totem pole, so we lose ourselves. We don't take care of ourselves. What What does um... What does uh, transformation and healing do? And I'm just curious if those are two words that the people who come into the women who come into your community, are those words they're familiar with and they're seeking them and now they found a home or do they say, oh, I really do need to heal? You know, is that is that like a revelation after being part of your group? So it's the I do really need to heal. And then mm -hmm. what that kind of just falls in with the transformation, because when you start the healing journey, you're ultimately going to transform. It. I mean, I left my husband, ex-husband at 220 pounds. There's a picture on social media of me. Wow. Yes. Oh yeah. I, I couldn't see. That. Oh yeah. <laughs> my PR lady was like, what, what is that? Yes. It just is all a part. It's all about the journey and I'm still not done. Nobody's ever done. We're always growing. Um, I think my last question is, so when you're working uh, individually with some of your clients and then as a group, um, do they all have the mindset to make more of an impact? That's kind of a big word you hear a lot today. Oh, I want to, I want to have a bigger impact. It, do they want to do that? Or do they just want to have a more fulfilling life? Like whatever it means to them. Do you know what I mean? Is it inward out looking or kind of outward looking? It's a, a lot of more inward. It's mm -hmm. the, yeah. Um, more, more character, more, more, how do you want to say it? Uh, like the filling of a pie. They just, they want more of that fulfillment. There seems to be a lack of fulfillment in a lot of people's lives. Um, there's a few of them that do want to make a huge impact. There's a few of them that will be making a huge impact in my opinion. You know, they've got a story behind them, but yeah, I think everybody at this point is seeking fulfillment and peace and joy, yeah. you know? Um, well, I said it was my last question. It's clearly not because I got another one I'll ask you. You mentioned that um, women come in and they get vulnerable about all aspects of their life. That probably doesn't happen on day one or meeting one, right? What's the, is there a general time frame? you know, three to six months in people are completely opened up and, you know, sharing or what's that time frame? Um, it's like day one or day two. I mean, really? or, or week two. Yeah. I, I wow. really, yes, I am. I'm from Chicago. And there's no filter. So I begin sharing my journey and then they will open up and start to share because they can connect to it. And I make sure that it's a safe space. There is no, absolutely not. There, we, there's no negative. There is nothing. We aren't mean women here. We're to support and hold space. That's awesome. Well, you are, you're an amazing woman. I knew when I met you, actually, when you're presented, when your PR firm present, I'm like, I think it'd be interesting. I'm not, I, I always try to think of, is my audience going to get value out of this? And then when we talked, I'm like, man, we're like connected in a big way. So I was excited. And then, um, so how do you want people to connect with you? Because one thing they've learned, even in this um, slightly late, sorry about that stupid computer, this slightly late interview is that there is no point of no return. You can always bounce back. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure people are starting to feel that. And, you know, in a half hour interview, they're going, well, I'd like more, Jim. Well, I can't do more, but I can let you connect with Felicity. How would you like him to do? Absolutely. That? You can um, go to sheisumag.com. You can email me. You can follow me at The Healing Journey 
um, on TikTok. There's Instagram mm. uh, at Felicity Nicole. Um, more importantly, just I think if you find me on on the website, sheisumag.com, there's a way to contact me. And I am one of those that I'll give out my phone number and just you just, just shoot me a text. You know, I, I trust people enough through reading them over email that they really do need some work. Follow yeah. my latest TikTok and my orchid man and people will realize. So you know, she is you. Ag.com. That's the that's yeah. the primary place. Okay. And it's a great website, by the way. As, as I said, lots of great blog posts and information, things like that. You made it very easy to uh, prepare for the interview. Thank you so much for- I love I'm being glad, here. I'm glad we finally got it going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, don't restart now. <laughs> anyway, I, I was afraid it took so long. You're going to be gone when I came back on the air. So I know the hiccups we have, but that means I we're know. only meant to do this. That's we were meant to do this. Thank you. It is a, an honor to have you on my show. Thank you so much. All right. It's a pleasure. Hey, hey folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Felicity Nicole. I, I, every time I'm doing that little voice wants to say Nicole first because I've got a friend named Nicole. Felicity Nicole, thank you so much. And you can connect with her at sheisumag.com. Sheisumag, short for magazine.com. And you can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. That is my home base. Again, if you're interested in joining me in about, what is it, 23 other smart entrepreneurs at this point, you go to dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. This episode will be uh, for replay tomorrow on my Dream Business YouTube. That's the easiest place to share it. And until this time next week, oh, I forgot to say, all my books, my books are free in their digital format. So obviously... There at Barnes and Noble is if you're still reading Nook books. I don't think I've ever held a Nook or touched a Nook book, but they're in the iBook store and they're um, in digital format as Kindle books and Amazon. They are free part of my legacy building program. But now that's it. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer and I'm the Dream Business Coach and you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.